Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. All right, but a real big show so far on this Monday morning. Couple of more than a couple, some great guests today: Curtis Sliwa, Lee Zeldin, Nancy Grace, John Katsimatidis, Peter King, and Chaz Palminteri. But everybody's been waiting for my next guest. He's been everywhere, folks. Good morning, America. The Today Show here on this station. He is probably the most sought-after person to speak to in the country today, and it's for a good thing. How about that? It's for a good thing. He is the DA in Suffolk County. And one of my favorite politicians, he's a, just a tough guy. He's a, he, 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 when Ray Tierney sits in the room, he just exudes toughness. And that's coming from me. I play a mobster in the movies. Here he is, the Suffolk County DA, Ray Tierney. Ray, good morning, pal. How are you? Uh, good morning, Sid. Thanks for having me. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Uh, if I say congratulations, uh, I would think that, and you said thank you, which you should. Um, but other guys who are not as honest, right, as you would say, well, listen, you know, people died and... That's not what he is. It's not just me. There's other guys to thank. But you are the DA, and this has been a cold case, at least to the public, for 13 years. So I'm glad you said thank you because that, that should have been your honest response. But I know that you do want to thank a ton of other people along the way. Sure. There's, there's uh, first off, you know, this is just the start, so there's so much more work to be done. These are allegations. We're going to, you know, we're confident we could prove them in court. But with regard to thanks, yeah, we had a, you know, we had a task force. And the task force model works because you get to use the, the resources and the skills of a whole host of law enforcement agencies working together daily with our prosecutors and our great investigators. When did you start that task force? Uh, we started it in uh, uh, first meeting was February 1st of 2022. Right after you took over. Yes, okay. I took over in January of 2022. All right, so you put the task force together. Uh, you brought in Rodney Harrison, NYPD fave for many years to be your police commissioner. He also did a terrific job uh, during this. So you've got a really solid team in Suffolk County. So I'm not surprised that you did finally solve this crime, but it's a very simple question to start. Are you convinced, you have to prove it, I get it, but are you convinced that this is the guy responsible for maybe up to four murders or maybe up to 10 to 18? So, you know, our investigation, you know, we centered on the Gilgo Four, which has been known as the Gilgo Four. Uh, we started in February. Uh, as I said, six weeks later, we had this lead and we've been running with it. Uh, it's been fast paced. It's been frenetic. Uh, and we've, you know, we, we're closing down on the investigation of these and we're going to continue. But as a prosecutor, you don't talk about what you think about what you think. You talk about what you what you can prove. Right. And you've got a lot of evidence here, right? You've got DNA from the pizza. You've got hair strands. Uh, you've got burner phones. You've got messages. You've got data from a computer. And I just was talking to Nancy Grace, also a former prosecutor, and she said maybe the best thing you've got is that car, the Chevy. So there seems to be a lot of different pieces of evidence aiding you in this case. Sure. I mean, that's and that's how you work a cold case, because obviously when I, I get we get on the case where we're you know, we got to go back 12 years at least. Um, and, and so you look at all of these pieces of evidence, you put them together, and, w- and really what you're looking for is associations. And March 14th, when we settled on, on this defendant as, as an owner of a, uh, that avalanche, 
uh, living in, in that area, working in mid- midtown Manhattan with that physical description, that was sh- certainly the, the watershed moment. Well, Nancy said to me this morning, uh, no disrespect, again, I, I think you're the best, and congratulations, but she said, how is it possible that this car has been sitting in front of this man's house in Massapequa Park for 10 years, and you guys just figured it out in March of two years ago? Uh, well, the, the car was recovered in South Carolina. So, uh, you know, but the, you know, the information w- was out there. I, I think what, what people, you know, we came on board January of 2022, and we have to look at 13 years of, of material. So even, you know, the prior investigators, it's not just that this is one piece of, of information. There's thousands upon thousands of pieces of information, and that's why you need great investigators, you need good collaboration, and you need constant interaction and work with, with your prosecutor's office. Suffolk County DA Ray Tunio, this is going to sound conspiracy. I get it. Peter King was very upset, but i got to throw it at you. Uh, I've been told by somebody here that the FBI did not get involved until 2015 because some of the politicians and city officials were involved with this prostitution ring, specifically Gilbert, and they waited five years for Long Island to get the FBI involved because they were afraid they may go down in this quote-unquote investigation. Is there any truth to any of Burke got arrested, the DA got arrested, Malone got a letter from a state senator? Is there any truth to any of this stuff? So, you know, and obviously this is all all stuff that happened before before me, but, uh, you know, the FBI was not involved for, 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 the, for the longest time. I can tell you why. I'm sorry. Why? Why? Uh, I think it was it was a decision made by the hierarchy of of Suffolk County that they didn't want uh, the FBI involved, and and you know the reasons why. Uh, you know, as you said, uh, you know uh, both the, the 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 police chief and and the former DA was uh, was indicted and, and convicted in federal court. And ordinarily, when you're committing crimes, uh, you, you people don't want the FBI around. Right. So we're not going to talk about specifically whether it was the girls or prostitutes, but you would agree that the FBI was not there from the very beginning because there were some some issues with these officials. That's that's correct. I can tell you the FBI wasn't around when I when I came in in January of 2022. So now you're talking about maybe a 12 year period before the FBI got involved in a missing persons case. You would agree, Ray, that's way too long. Yes. Way too long. Yes. Okay. So while Suffolk County is doing a victory lap today, and they should, you specifically and Rodney, the county should not necessarily, because for 12 years they dropped the ball not involving the FBI. Well, I think that, uh, you know, there were, you know, uh, missteps, uh, you know, with regard to the hierarchy, uh, you know, but I have a tremendous amount of, of respect for all of the investigators involved in the Gilgo case, past and present. All right. Now, I heard, Ray, that one of the reasons you moved in was because – there was a fear, and again, if I'm wrong, just tell me I'm wrong. There was a fear he was about to do it again, that he had been spotted at a park. Some lady made a 911 call, uh, that he was back at a phone store looking for more minutes on one of his burner phones, and that you guys didn't necessarily want to arrest him last week, but you felt like he may act out again. Any truth to that? Um, so we had plans, you know, and, and there's always a tension in in uh, investigation between uh, – of working in secrecy, which is always the most effective, and gathering evidence, uh, and uh, also you know protecting the integrity of investigation and and uh, guarding safeguarding public safety. So in the beginning, when you have no evidence, it's easy because there's no decision to make. Right. But as you start to develop this evidence and get close, now these other considerations come into effect. And so for us, uh, the moment came uh, Thursday, which was a little earlier than we had uh, planned. 
but we made the decision Thursday to uh, take the case down, and, and we, uh, we think it was the right one. Do you think, then, that you made that decision because you thought he was actively looking to do something again? Well, what, what it was happening was, you know, we, we had, at this point, we had gone through, we had tracked him through um, seven or been able to associate seven burner phones, um, and we'd always been a little late. Now we had caught up. We were on the burner phones. Um, it, it, we, were, we were coming up to the weekend. He didn't ordinarily go into the city on Fridays. So now we're starting to hear rumblings about uh, from outside the task force that maybe we're doing something. Uh, we have these concerns with regard to his double life that he's mm-hmm. leaving, yep. leading. And then we're saying, so we're here at Thursday. We got to go through Friday. We got to go through Saturday. We got to go through Sunday. Um, where we're not going to get, we're not going to have easy access to him. So let's do it tonight. And don't forget, you know, we he also had uh, 92 handgun permits in his house. So we did not want that arrest to occur. In did his he house. have weapons in the house too? Uh, he has weapons in the he house. He does. Yeah. Now you arrested him outside of his Fifth Avenue office on Thursday night. You went to the house, I guess. After that, uh, maybe you can share this. Maybe you can't. You came in contact with his wife, uh, his kids. Are they out of the house? What is his family situation? So, I mean, uh, you know, we're we're uh, working on the house. The house is uh, is is, is uh, you know an active part of the investigation. You're still gathering evidence. From yes. Him. Right. So they're they're out as you know uh, certainly out now until we're we're finished gathering evidence. Um, you know, we we when you do an investigation of this type, you you know talk to everything, you look at everything, yeah. But you don't necessarily you know make public who and right. and, and what you're looking. Okay, at. but it's fair to say that when you first came into contact with his wife, who's not there now because it's an active crime scene, that she was shocked. She was like, "What? What? what, what my husband, the father uh, of my children?" I, I think a great many people were shocked. Yeah. Uh, you know, because this isn't what what people anticipate. You know, it's funny. You say they were shocked. And it's it's odd in this case because I've heard people in the community, Massapequa Park, say we were shocked, but not really. We were shocked because he was here for so long, and it's a nice suburban community. But the truth is, a weird guy, odd guy, and gave off some very weird vibes. So it was it was kind of both in in respect to him. Yeah, I think um, you know the the evidence shows that he certainly was uh, living a, a double life, uh, but there were you know there were reports of of, of uh, you know sort of odd behavior, but, I mean, you'd probably say that about anybody. Right. Well, I'm not sure about anybody. <laughs> <laughs> odd is one thing. Uh, this is a com- – but what did he – so were you there at the time of the arrest? Were you actually on scene on Fifth Avenue? No, I was You were not there. there. So did your people who arrested him, did they say – did he say anything? Was it, hey, what are you doing? What, what, are, you, what are you doing? Was there anything said? So we can't really – I can't really talk about that. Okay. Uh, you know, so, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm still going to ask you all these questions. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> I have no problem with that. Right. Um uh, but you know, suffice to say, he was he was shocked. He was shocked. He was very surprised. Very surprised. Which and, which made us feel good because it it underscored to us that we were notwithstanding the concerns, we were able to maintain the secrecy of our investigation. And, and would you say the people that you're talking to have been in contact with the last couple of days? Is is he despondent? Is he how how is because there was some concern that he does like a Jeffrey Epstein type of thing, that this guy could end up, you know, he, has, he knows a lot more than maybe he's told or even know at this point. There's still 10 to 18 bodies out there. And you're talking about the Gilgo Four. Any concern about his safety due to himself or somebody else? Well, there's there's always concern about anyone who's in custody. And fortunately, our Suffolk County Sheriff, Errol Toulon, is on our task force. 
And uh, at the press conference, uh, Sheriff Toulon actually addressed this, and they're going to take the proper precautions with regard to uh, this particular uh, defendant or any other defendant for that matter. Do you think, again, I know what you think doesn't matter. You need evidence. You're, you're a real guy. Like, I'm, I'm a TV guy, you know. Uh, but do you think when it's said and done that it'll be a lot more than four for this guy because there is some concern? Great, you got this guy. Congratulations. Deserve congratulations. But there's another killer out there, maybe two. Are you worried about that? Um, you know, it's always a concern. Uh, you know, we, we work really hard. We're still, you know, f- uh, uh, finishing this up. But, I mean, the, now this Gilgo investigation takes on a, a different stage because we've got the court proceeding that we need to prepare for, and we're certainly going to do that. Uh, we need to still continue to gather evidence with regard to what is known as the Gilgo Four. But over and above that, we, we've got to uh, continue to investigate the other cases. So uh, we've just, uh, you know, uh, gotten a whole bunch of information and data dumped in our laps as a result of this arrest. We're going to, you know, evaluate that, and we're going to keep on working through the case. Is the total number 18, is that an actual number, or is that a made-up number from the media of, of women missing bodies that could be out there? for anywhere between 10 to 18, above and beyond the four. Well, I mean, Gilgo. I know specifically on um, uh, you know, Gilgo Beach, there's there there were a total of of 11 bodies found in that area, 11. which includes a one male and, and, a, and a child. Um, so, uh, and unfortunately, it, it's, it's a reality of our, uh, you know, our existence that there are a whole lot more mm-hmm. um, missing uh, adults out there, which, mm-hmm. which you know, um, is, is a tough thing and just underscores with us, you know, this was, this was a nice moment. Um, we have still mu- so much more work to do, not only in this case, but, all these other cases. And, you know, our goal is to, to uh, obtain as much, uh, a small measure of closure, closure for as many victims and their families as possible. So what happens next? Rex is in custody right now. You guys are still at the house gathering more evidence. I saw Rodney Harrison on Fox News this morning. He said you did uh, get some new items this weekend without getting specific. There's been all kinds of reports, everything from uh, computers to cabinets to dolls that have come out of the house. Uh, where are you right now? What what happens next? Well, I think what people don't realize is, you know, the, the DNA evidence is, is, is critical in this case, and we, and we got that off of, you know, uh, hairs. So we're, we're, and the pizza crust too, right? Uh, well, the, the pizza crust was the abandonment sample we got from the defendant with which we used to compare to the to the fibers and the hairs found at gotcha. the scene. Gotcha. Um, so uh, we've got to, you know, when, when you do that that uh, search warrant, you go inch by inch by inch because you're looking for evidence at the molecular level. Uh, it's going to take a while. Um, so we're going to go through all of that, uh, and then we're going to, you know, evaluate that, uh, see, see what we have. The next court date is August 1st. Uh, there might be a bail hearing at that time. So, we'll, we'll, we, you know, we'll, we'll be prepared for that. And, of course, we have – uh, you know, 13 years of, of investigatory materials, which we have to pro- provide to both the court and, and defense counsel. Right. It's a, it's a long day. He did uh, plead not guilty. You and I kind of talked about this before you came on, and you're doing a f- fantastic job, Ray. But um, we, we talked about three serial killers from Long Island specifically, Rifkin, Shulman, and now this guy, alleged uh, serial killer, uh, Hureman. And all of them lived in Nassau County, but the crime scenes ended up in Suffolk County. What's that all about? Well, I think uh, we have uh, open spaces in Suffolk County, so uh, I think uh, you know a lot. Of, unfortunately, uh, there there is a lot of instances where where crimes occur somewhere else. Yeah, but the bodies are, are dumped. In but, but you Suffolk get blamed. County. You get the rep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I think it's been a, a an honor and a privilege 
uh, to work this case, to work with these investigators, to get to know these victims. So uh, I'm not complaining. I have to tell you that um, I really think you've done a tremendous job. And I, I, I really am impressed. You know, when you won, I was happy for you. Uh, your, your department did a terrific job. Your Suffolk County did a terrific job. This is a big deal. Whether he committed three murders or four murders or eight, doesn't matter. Uh, you've taken, it looks like, it looks like a monster off the streets. And that is great news for all of Long Island, Nassau and Suffolk County. So I really do wish you a hearty congratulations and, and uh, hope that it all goes well for you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sid, and uh, uh, thank you for, the, for those kind words. You, they are deserved, and I meant every word of it, all sincere. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, There Sid. he is, the, uh, the Suffolk County DA. What a tremendous job. Ray Tierney.